raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The most funny in the morning. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. The senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Dr. Frederick Douglas Haynes with that good word this morning. Good morning, Pastor Haynes. Hey, good morning, Ricky Smiley. How you doing, bro? Blessing, highly favored, man. Let's go. That's right. Yes, sir. Hey, Ricky, today's word is, of course, from Kirk Franklin's amazing song, Just For Me. And the good news about God is God is not a cookie-cutter God. God does not bless you with off-the-rack blessings. God customizes what you need for your situation because God made you, God knows you, and God is up to something in your life for you. That simply means, here it is, that whatever God has for you, no one can take it from you. So why waste time hating on what other people have when God has something divinely designed with you in mind? God has something for you that no one else could handle. So don't trip on what other folk have and don't even trip when other folk hate what you have. Why? Because God is your creator, the giver of every good and every perfect gift. And so I've made up my mind. I ain't tripping on what you have and I'm not going to let you get next to me because of what I have. Because what God has for you is for you and what God has for me is just for me. So you go ahead. Enjoy your day. Don't trip on what others are doing or what they are saying. Instead, enjoy what God has for you. Absolutely. That's a good word this morning, Pastor Haynes. Let everybody know how you could be reached. Hey, thank you, Rick Smiley. You can follow me on social media, Instagram and Twitter at FH Unscripted. And I'm on YouTube. I got a YouTube channel, Frederick Haynes. And I just got to say this, Ricky, yesterday didn't have much of a voice. Dr. Ricky Smiley gave me a prescription. And y'all, the comedian <laughs> is also a physician. That's right. Ricky Smiley. That's, That's right. Hey, 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 that, that music next DM got you straight, right? It got me straight, man. Got me straight. Yeah, whenever you've been preaching a lot, always pop that music next DM uh, hours before your sermon to clear your vocal lines, man, because that's all it is is phlegm, man. That's good stuff right there. Yeah. Love you, man. Good looking out, man. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> all right, y'all. Let's get into some music. Rick and Smile, the morning show. News headlines. Entertainment. Smiley morning show. Y'all got your front page right here, Maria. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Thursday news. Uh, it's being brought to you by the Undressing Room Podcast, presented by Macy's featuring L'Oreal. Log on to the UndressingroomPod.com for access to her personal Macy's shopping page. The Undressing Room Podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. So five sheriff deputies have been fired or resigned after an incident during which two black men accused them of torturing and sexually assaulting them in a home in Jackson, Mississippi. 
One of the five deputies fired a gun into the mouth of one of the men, seriously injuring him. An investigation by the Associated Press found that several of the deputies were linked to at least four other violent encounters with black men since 2019. The U.S. Justice Department has also opened an investigation into the latest incident. In other news, some debris have been uh, discovered from the doomed Titan submersible that imploded while on a trip to explore the wreck of the Titanic. It has been taken to the nearest port, St. John's, Newfoundland. The U.S. Coast Guard said that some presumed human remains have been found and will be analyzed during the investigation of the accident. Yeah, so they did find the human remains. Uh, that's a quick look at news for more of these stories and other headlines. Visit rickysmiley.morningshow.com. Right now, Rock T has your sports update. Good morning, Rock. Alrighty, thanks a lot, uh, Maria. The GOAT is back. And yes, I am not talking about Tom Brady. Gymnastics superstar Simone Biles is set to make her return to the sport of gymnastics at the U.S. Classic, which is going to be happening August the 5th. This is her first competition since withdrawing from multiple events at the Olympics to focus on her mental health. So it's going to be great to see Simone back out there. Former porn star Mariah Mills, the woman claiming to have had intimate relations with New Orleans Pelicans star Zion Williamson, posted a video of a positive pregnancy test. Yepper. Zion and his girlfriend, uh, current girlfriend, are also... Zion expect- getting it in with them big hips. Yeah, <laughs> so Mariah also claims that she got Zion's name tatted on her face, but there are some speculations that that might have been fake. We're going we to follow that story close because we're interested in that with our messy self. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, we, we are. we interested in nothing else, but we want to know who's Zion smashing. Right. I hear what's Everybody got that one home, but it got hips. <laughs> you know it's going to be a girl. <laughs> yep. That's going to be a good baby girl. There it is. We're going to keep following this, man. Keep you posted. Gary with the T. What's up there, big dog? All right, y'all. A toy maker, y'all, saw $6 million, honey, after winning a legal battle against T.I. and Tiny Harris, y'all. Now, according to Billboard, they're saying that MGA Entertainment wanted the couple to repay the company for money spent on a lawsuit over the toy maker's OMG dolls. Now, I said T.I. and Tiny claimed that MGA ripped off their group MGA, uh, OMG girls to create the dolls, y'all, in a dispute that began back in 2021. Now, Los Angeles jury sided with MGA at a trial in May. Now, jurors determined, y'all, that the toy maker did not steal the name and likeness of the T.I. and Tiny's OMG girls, y'all. So, MGA demanded repayment, y'all, for his legal fees in a court filing on Monday. Now, the company said that the OMG girls dispute was an exceptional case where judges can order the losing party, y'all, to cover the winner's legal bills. Mm. Isn't that something? That is. So, they're going to pay, so T.I. and Tiny going to pay them $6 million. Because they lost the case. So I wonder if they would have won the case, but the people, I guess the people would have paid them. But now they're going to pay them. That's spooky, honey. You got to be careful when you sue people. Because if you lose, they can sue you. Yep, you snooze, you lose. That's what I, they I just, said. I just hate that. They, they, they did, they did T.I. and them wrong. They, yeah, I'm sure they, they, they did. They did them wrong. Yeah, and they said those dolls look just like the OMG girls, honey. So, I mean, just like them, honey. But uh, the jury said, uh-uh. So, uh, we don't follow that. I where that jury came from. Oh, nah. I could only imagine, honey. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahluas. My Kahlua today, y'all, is acid wash. On the high end, you say acid wash, and on the low end, you say beautiful denim. That's your Kahlua for today, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. 
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participating McDonald's for a limited time. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and you can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, Ricky Spot of the Morning Show. Y'all sitting in uh, for the one and only DeBrat. Uh, actually started out with us with the Ricky Spot of the Morning Show a long time ago. Uh, we want to welcome back to the show the one and only Sister Sandra. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Now, you know, um, Idris Elba, he was very excited about doing this James Bond movie, right? We all were because we're like, finally, we're going to get this black James Bond, you know, character. We're going to get it set off. Right. Melanin popping, all that good stuff. But check it out. He um, says that he is not looking forward to it because there's a lot of racism. You know, he's heard a lot of um, comments about, you know, being a black man in that role. Right. And he's catching a lot of flack. So he's really not that excited about it anymore. So I wonder who would be giving him flack. Why is it that uh, when somebody black take over a role like Little Mermaids or whatever uh, what's, what's the racism all about I, I really don't know I mean I think they're you just used to seeing um, that you know, character in another race yeah right. and they just can't take it yeah it's like it can't be any other way it's 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 a mental thing it's a mental thing but the black but, but the James Bond gonna have some swag to it yes yeah so, so I'm looking forward to that definitely well we're going to see it that's for sure okay yeah. that's five tickets <laughs> All right, actress Megan Good's friends respect her decision to date actor Jonathan Majors, even though he's going through all the turmoil with all these accusations about um, all these allegations. I really don't even want to put that on him because I don't know, you know, if right. if he's uh, guilty of this or not. But his fr- her friends are like, you know, I, I don't know if you should date this dude because, you know, he has this big cloud over him right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you should pull back. But she says she's going to stick beside him. And, yeah. um, you know, mm-hmm. I guess that's fair. She's a God-fearing woman, so I'm sure she's praying over him. Yeah, yeah. but Sandra, I don't know about that, though, honey. I mean, you don't think she's praying? Well, no, she's praying. But where was he? Uh, where was she when he was with that young uh, Caucasian woman that was riding in the cab, and he, she he allegedly choked her? Where was she? Where was Megan? Was she waiting? You know, outside? she might have been right there with him because you know, supposedly the incident happened because Jonathan received a text message from mm-hmm. another woman, and that could have very well been Megan. Who knows? Mm, well, we got anyway, she didn't like it, and uh, she went off, and then here we are, just upset because we had high hopes. Yeah. High hopes for Jonathan Majors, and he was on a rise, and now here we are. Do y'all think sad. he'll bounce back? I think uh, so. Yeah. I mean, we got to find out what happened first. But I right. think if, you know, either way, people have come back from worse, and, and, and they've done okay. So we'll see. 
Yeah. Not with Gary on here. He ain't gonna come back. It ain't, gonna, ain't I no hope. hope so. Not with Gary on here. Hey, he gonna have yeah. a chance. Yeah, he. I don't know about that, honey. Cause um, Megan can't save him, honey. He might get. No, just go ahead, and move on, child. I'm through. All right. I well, take. I take a career loss to have her. I don't need to do nothing else. I go work at rallies. Shut oh, your tricky. mouth. Oh my gonna keep her for long working at rallies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But on a higher note, uh, Destiny's Child, they're coming back together. You know, two-thirds of them. Beyonce and Kelly Rowland are building homes for the homeless in Houston. They're oh. joining forces to build 31 permanent housing units in their hometown of H-Town. According to um, the reports, the project will reportedly be made possible by way of a $7.2 million donation and grant from the American Rescue Plan Fund. So we are looking forward to that. That is a near and dear uh, ministry to my heart. So I'm so happy that she She's doing that. That's going to be a benefit to the city. That's dope. Yeah, they always doing stuff uh, with the homeless. They homeless. They pastor down there has. Um, um, that's what he's been doing for years. I actually seen it with my own eyes. So they good people, and they have, they they just good southern people. Even though their careers went to another level, but they are uh, good home southern. Baptist people that love homeless people and they pastors doing a wonderful job. He's a nice guy. I actually been to their church one time. Oh, very nice. There it I is, y'all. It. All right, Sandra, let everybody know how you can be reached, how they can find you on social media. Oh, Sister Sandra. There S-I-S-T-A. It is. S-I-S-T-A. S-I-S-T-A? Yeah. Sister Sandra with the S-I-S-T-A. <laughs> you, you got it, Rick. You got it. <laughs> All right, y'all, coming up next, man, we're going to find out what's the sexiest jobs in America. We got that coming up next. 25 before the top of the hour. Rick Smile in the morning. You Liar! I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. All right, Jerry, it's about the morning show. Ain't a time right now. It is about that time to make up for that bull garbage you put on the radio yesterday. Let's he not do bad. that. We give him another Let's chance because not... if God can give you another chance, so can we. Uh, if God can be, be forgiven, if God that. can be forgiven, so can we. Uh, oh, that was some garbage on yesterday, but boy, uh, ain't that good when the Lord just wake you up and give you another chance? Well, this mm. uh, special K got news you can't use. What up, K? Oh, that was so unnecessary. No, we didn't have to do that. We didn't have to do that, man. What's going on, Rick? Uh, n- n- nothing. Fin to see what you fin to do. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, get into this. Hey, Sister Sandra, <laughs> welcome to the show. Back to the show again. Uh, let's get into this news you absolutely, positively cannot use. Let's start it off with a riddle of the day. A riddle of the day. Uh, the question, or excuse uh-uh. me, the answer is Aaron Rodgers and Gary with the T. <laughs> Rock T, what's the question? What is it? Uh, name two famous Packers. Oh, right. oh my gosh. <laughs> you can stop right there, dog. <laughs> Thank you for coming. (laughs) Happy, 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 happy. (laughs) (laughs) To my good friend Gary with the T. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers and Gary with the T. You can't do that stuff no more, man. You can't do that, bro. Society is too sensitive. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get an email gonna, on that one. They're gonna march on your house. They're gonna march. Oh uh, yeah, they gonna they coming. I already know they coming. <laughs> All right, let's get into this uh, questions that can't nobody answer. See, Sister Sandra, just what happened when I have too much time to think about things. Oh my god! And even though I don't get high, if I did get what? high, these are probably the things I would think about. Uh, hmm. Give me that music, uh, Super Dave. If two midgets get married, is that always considered a small wedding? Oh my gosh. <laughs> If you smoke weed on a boat, does that make it seaweed? (laughs) If you scared half to death twice, do you die? (laughs) Who put the alphabet? Who put the alphabet in alphabetical order? Hey, Rock! If you clean a vacuum, does that make you a vacuum cleaner? (laughs) Sandra, 
Who closes the bus door after the bus driver gets off? Hey, Maria is one. If you're waiting for the waiter, don't that make you the waiter? Rock, how do they test crash test dummies? Nobody lived to tell about it. And how come we don't just take out the silent letter and words that have silent Thank letters? Thank you. Like, right. why not just spell knife, N-I-F-E? Right. Right. Everybody Isn't prostitution just really dating without the hassle of dinner in a movie? Yeah. In case you didn't notice this one, Gary, the more you scratch, the more you itch. So are you scratching because you itching or are you itching because you scratching? <laughs> you itching for a scratching. Itching for a scratch, right? If you're sailing in international waters and get in a fight with your wife, is that still considered domestic violence? International water, y'all fight. <laughs> That's deep. That's real deep. Like the water. If a gynecologist goes to a strip club, does he just sit there bored all night? Because <laughs> he used to sit there. <laughs> Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. <laughs> See, you ain't paying attention and you ain't going to learn how to cook. Yeah. And that's the reason why your mama ain't got a man now. <laughs> You're going to end up being just like a look in the damn pot. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's the ticket. Uh-huh. That's called boiling. <laughs> and then you get the food hot. See that, though? That's called catch a man stew. I'm going to teach you this to young, because we ain't bringing no more of you bastards up in here. You're your grandma, don't it? Cussed you out and fix you a plate at the same time. Gary, what you got coming up next? Coming up next, y'all, I apologize, y'all. The apology from Neil's Mystery. We're going to talk about that next because it's Father Morning Show. Hey, hey, stop. Stop the music, damn it. Stop the damn music. Stop the damn music. Rock Teasy. What's up, man? Special K, Maria, Sister Sandra. What? Everybody. Beyonce, all the wishes, Super Day. What? Damn it, we're going to sit up here and play a song. Yeah. You're wrong. <laughs> Everybody. Damn it, stop. Everybody in your car, pull over. Get up. We got a problem. 
What happened? Damn it, it's Gary's birthday. Say it ain't so. Let me tell you something. Damn it, if we don't get ourselves together, we should have dressed up. Get it up. together. Right? We should have dressed up. And then, Super Day, you just going to play a song? What? Ain't nobody going to say nothing? <laughs> Gary with the T, it is his birthday? Which one is it? It's <laughs> been a whole bunch of them. Don't get cute. Been a whole bunch of them. If y'all don't get on this phone right now and call 8669 R I C K E Y and wish the one and only Gary with the T Dish Nations on. I uh, wish your church, Gary, uh, your church in, uh, in, in Dallas is First Baptist Hamilton Park, Reverend Foster, and in Atlanta is. Um, Ebenezer. Ebenezer oh, Baptist yeah. Church. A, 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 a happy birthday. Yes. I need all the church members to come. And I wish your, your brother's name and your, and your sorority brothers. <laughs> to the only because today is Miss Byron's birthday, too. Miss Byron, Ms. honey, Byron. it's her birthday. So it's you too, and Miss Byron. It's me and Miss Byron and, honey, Demetrius' birthday and my sister-in-law. Ms. Byron, all Ms. Byron, of Byron, like a, a linebacker with a beard, too. Shut your mouth. And switching and decorating. It's Gary's birthday. <laughs> Damn it, y'all need to call us up right now. 8669 R-I-C-K-E-Y. Wish Gary a happy birthday. We got yeah. to see you up next. Bring his birthday morning show. Oh. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. Damn right, boy. You talking about what? Hey, Social Security check is on the way, baby. He's (laughs) 60-something. Y'all give it up. (laughs) Doing the tea, baby. Hey, it is your birthday, Gary, with the tea. We got you some music today, Gary. Hey, now, honey. I ain't been in the club in a while, though. (laughs) (laughs) What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, a beautiful, beautiful national holiday. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Last year, Grammy award-winning singer, y'all, singer-songwriter Neo's wife, Miss Crystal Renee, y'all, she filed for divorce, y'all, after announcing that her husband's mistress was pregnant. Well, they're saying now that the mistress, honey, Miss Big Sharday, or Big Sadie, honey, she apologized, y'all, to Crystal for her part in ending their marriage. And she said this, I privately apologize profusely to Crystal for my role, and she is such a strong, beautiful, forgiving woman. But I spoke to a woman who was so confused and broken, betrayed, and misunderstood. She is hurting and healing, and as hard as he's trying to play tough guy, he knows that, honey, he's hurting deep down inside. So I guess she must be talking about um, Neil. Then she also put, in fairness to him, in that regard, he has always been physically, emotionally, and financially responsible for both Braden and Brixton from the moment he's known about the first pregnancy. He's never denied or questioned either child, and also we have DNS, DNA tests for both. Hell, like one blogger said, Brixton got his head and finding um, Nemo lips, honey. So we aren't trying to, honey, figure out who that the pappy he is. This man, y'all, he's saying this, honey, that this man is and has always been a proud pappy. He's been scandalous and always, she said, I'm laughing my butt off, but he does right by all his kids. Would y'all accept that, Maria, Sandra, your husband cheated on y'all and got with the mistress, and now the mistress is deciding to do a public apology? Apologizing for her part. Yeah, Maria, no, we, 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 Maria, we definitely need your thoughts on that one because you dedicated and committed. Nah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of damage that's been done, and who knows if they had side conversations about it and how it looked in the public and everything, or maybe she's thinking like, "Ooh, maybe I'm, um, you know, um, biting the hand that feeds me." So, mm-hmm. um, there, there's probably a lot of things going on in the background. But if it's not true, she should apologize. She absolutely should. Accountability is important. Yeah, but I don't want your apology. 
Why? Because you didn't cheat with my damn husband. Now you got babies born. Okay. Why would I accept your apology? What, so uh, I mean, if you was mentally distraught at the time, or you want to put it that way, well, you need to just go back to being mentally distraught because <laughs> them babies can't be put back. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you got to apologize for every hump. <laughs> yes. Every so her smash. apology is to Crystal. Yeah, her pop- and if I was Chris, I would. I mean, you know, y'all say forgive and forget, and we understand all that. But mm. you know, I may forgive you, but I'll never forget, honey, because all I be doing is rewinding that tape it's, in my mind. It's almost you. It's almost an insult to the injury because now you yes. bring you bringing it back up. You yes. apologizing. You you opening up a wound that was trying to heal, and here you come with an apology. And now here come all of the fans. Oh, well, do you accept her apology? You know, all that kind of stuff. Like, that's, that's Maybe she's had the guilt for a really long time, and she's just trying to get it out, you know? She yeah, should well, be guilty. Yeah. She sure damn should. You need to, do they still, are any of y'all Catholics, do they still have the confession booth that you go uh, confess in? Oh, yeah. Well, they need to, she should have went to the confession booth and did that. Don't tell me nothing. Man, I the damn screen it. on that confession booth so damn thick. He probably couldn't even hear it. The priest probably couldn't even hear it. All them <laughs> folks sitting up there confessing all the stuff that they're doing now. Yes. So, uh-uh. So, but anyway, congratulations if Crystal accepted mm-hmm. her apology and whatever happened, honey. Oh, she all accepted right. the apology? Well, I don't know if she accepted it or not because she haven't responded. Yeah, no, she but. You don't have to uh, accept nobody. You know what? I, I was watching Ayanna Vance and Fix My Life, and she was like, you just don't have to accept nobody's apology if you don't want to, if you're not there yet. That's true. You know, yeah. that apology uh, it was to clear, it's to clear their conscience, but that don't mean... That's not going to take away from how what they did made you feel. Exactly. So, yep. and, and you're right, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah you don't have to accept nobody's apology. Especially mm-hmm. when they when they did something that that changed the changed your whole life. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because every time I see Anyway. All right, my quick for free story, <laughs> y'all. Had, uh, yeah, let me, every yeah. time I see those <laughs> How you know where I was going, Sergeant? So, but anyway, I'm going to go with the color today. All right, the color today, honey, is one of my favorite colors. My color today, y'all, is acid wash. On the high end, you say acid wash, and on the lunch, you say beautiful denim. That's your color for today. All right, y'all, we got these doggone birthday shout outs. Good morning. Happy birthday, Gary. It's Michonne from Goose Creek, South Carolina. Willie Brown, Monroe, Louisiana. Hey, Gary, happy birthday. Hi, this is Mia Mims from Indianapolis, Indiana. I want to wish Gary a happy birthday and to bless many, many more. And please let him continue to be funny like he is. Uh, this is Renee Lindsay calling from Louisville, Kentucky, calling to wish Gary with T a happy birthday. I'm every woman. <laughs> My name is Donna from Indianapolis. Happy birthday, Gary with the T. Calling from St. Louis, Missouri. Happy birthday, Gary with the T. I know you clean today, boy. I know it. Happy birthday. Louisville, Kentucky. Happy birthday, Gary. We're going to mess yourself. Thank all y'all for those happy birthday wishes. Thank you. Happy birthday, little boy. All right, y'all, Rick's Mind of Morning Show. Get at me, 8669 R I C K E Y. Let's go.
This is Jillian calling from Raleigh NC. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hi, this is Jennifer. I would like to wake up my co-workers at Holy Cross Hospital and Centralized Scheduling. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Mr. Gift from Domino, Texas. Give me 10. I want to wake up everybody in Domino, Texas and Texarkana. Good morning. Ricky Smiley and staff from Baltimore, Maryland, Leslie Adams to Bridgeport, Connecticut to my boys and family. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning. It's Mikey Gustav, baby. Call to wake up the entire Tri-City of Columbus, Georgia. And to wish my favorite auntie Gary with the T a happy birthday. You better get your son tonight. Wake up, wake up, wake up. All right. Miami, wake up. Seattle, wake up. And Detroit, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. St. Louis, wake up. New Orleans, wake up. And Memphis, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. All right, man. Appreciate that, man. Coming up next, man, we get to celebrate our own Gary with the his birthday is today, y'all. Gary! Yeah! Just another day that the Lord has kept me. Yeah. 25 after the day, I'm going to read the morning show. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Unfiltered. Unapologetic. It's just real talk. Ricky Smiley. Today, I want to have a real uh, a real conversation. Uh, um, uh, we have to talk about this because don't nobody talk about this. I had a conversation uh, with a close family member about this. Uh, we, we're talking about the child molesters. They are out there. And they are out there, and we don't talk about it. What we, what we like to do as a culture, we like to sweep stuff up under the rug, mm-hmm. and we don't have conversations about child molesting. Now, I done raised a lot of kids in, in my house, and I'm talking about nieces, nephews, some of my kids, friends that don't have a dad, and when I tell you I had to have to really tread a certain way and move a certain way in a household where you have little girls mm-hmm. going yeah, through absolutely. puberty, yep. hey, 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 I'd be like, hey, uh, uh, mm-hmm. no, you need to go put something on or whatever, you know, like even the teenage boys or whatever. I don't let them wear wife beaters around the house or, or whatever unless it got the Washington Wizards or the Chicago Bulls on. That's different right. or whatever because of, uh, that's an undergarment. Put something mm-hmm. on your feet, cover yourself up. I get into it with my, my youngest daughter all the time. And one of the things I know people, that there's a lot of single moms out here that's trying to do the right thing 
trying to get your kid into a ministry, you know, where they got men in the church that's trying to help some young, young men, but all of them are not good. And a lot of child molestations uh, go on in ministry. And I sent Beyonce Aloysius this, um, uh, this thing that uh, nearly all molesters engage children in tickling. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. Listen to me. I want y'all to listen to me. Nearly all molesters engage children in tickling, roughhousing, picking the child up, massaging, cuddling, holding, patting, rocking, kissing, and touching. Okay? So the predator touches a touches the child in front of the parents at first appropriately then soon inappropriately you know and that's how bold they are so if the parents don't stop it uh the child think that they approve do y'all understand that yeah Yeah. i want y'all to understand that and listen to me real close if you got young nieces and you got young nephews and you got older cousins 13 14 15 going through puberty Got your little twelve, your, your little two-year-old, three-year-old, all of that tickling and roughhousing and cuddling and 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 and, and stuff that's going on. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. Yep. Yeah. You gotta watch it. And I'd be like, hey, uh, uh, uh. Absolutely. Don't touch him like that. Get your get your hands out of his hair. Don't no man got, got no business touching no little your little girl hair. Your hair's so pretty. Why is he touching her right. her, her braid? And, and, and I'm telling y'all, y'all taking it as a compliment, but ain't no man got no business touching no little girl hair. I seen a pastor uh, 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 just go in on somebody uh, a long time ago for touching his daughter's hair. I saw it with my own eyes. You ain't, he's absolutely right. You ain't got no business touching no little girl or no little boy hair unless you they barber or they, they hairstylist. Picking them up. You don't let your little girl sit on nobody's knee. No pastor knee. No uncle knee. You better teach your little girls harmony and lyric. Right to your daughter. Always hug Uncle Ricky from the side. My daughters always hug men from the side. Right. The side hug. The side hug. Lean the head in. Leaning the head in. That means I love you, but from the side. Mm -hmm. You don't put your chest on no man. And we need to, I, I need all parents out here to pay attention to this stuff. Because this is how it start, right? It's not it, cute. It's not cute. And then, but, but some of us, we be so excited that somebody's so happy to see our child or whatever. And we just like, oh, they really love my child or whatever. And you don't know. That's the setup. Yeah, and you got to watch your kids. You can watch their energy. They may, you know, push back from that person. And don't make them hug that person if they don't want to because they can feel the energy of that adult. Right. So they may feel violated. So don't force them to hug and 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 kiss and talk to. If they don't feel comfortable, right. You know, honor that. Don't right. force them. Exactly. So I, so I'm gonna put this post up on my Facebook page and on my Instagram page, and I want y'all to share it. And because when these kids get 15, 16, 17, and they start acting out, come on, man, it's because something has happened yes. to them and they traumatized. And these kids be thinking that they tell their parents that they're going to get in trouble, that they did something wrong. Yep. You understand? That's why I didn't, I didn't play that in my house. Hey, go put, cause I'm, I'm raising teenage boys going into puberty, teenage girls going into puberty. And it's, it's, and you have to have these uncomfortable conversation of what to do and what not to do. Gracie, you stay in your room. You don't go there. If I catch you fall asleep in the girl's room, I'm going to tell your little butt up. Do mm-hmm. you understand? Yes, sir. If you sleep, you get up and go in your own room and go to bed. Or whatever. I taught, taught my daughters when you take a shower, lock the door. 
I don't care if nobody in the house but me and you. You go in there and lock that bedroom door and you lock that bathroom door when you take a shower. Yes. Trying to condition you to protect yourself. And and, 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 and go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and you know what you're saying? I didn't think of it as a single mom because I am excited when somebody is, you know, trying to be a part of my child's mm-hmm. life. And it has made such a red flag to me because... You know, the first thing people want to do is, you know, tickle your kids and stuff like that and, you know, give them hugs and love on them. And I know how many young boys and young girls have been abused and I am terrified, but I'm also glad that I'm aware to make sure I watch out for this stuff and, and, and take these steps to protect my boys. I think that's the most important piece because, Rick, you said it like when you when someone is tickling a child innocently, like right. really just having fun mm-hmm. and playing a game. But you said just pay attention. Don't just kind of Yeah, pay it. attention to it. If it's your brother, you know, that's one thing. And your brother close to your kids and you grew up with your brother so you know how your brother is mm-hmm. or whatever. If your brother ain't weird and off to himself and all of a sudden he got his attention and he zoomed in on your child, that's that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got to be somebody that you know and that you're comfortable with or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And, and just 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 keep a watchful eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just keep it, be, we got to be careful and, and stuff. So um, we're going to be talking more about that or whatever because we got to talk about it because nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it. All these millions of kids get molested oh and sexually assaulted every year. So we got to talk about it, y'all. All right, y'all. More Rick's Mind the Morning Show. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Coming up. Hey, today is, what is on? Today is Thursday. And Gary's birthday. Happy birthday, Gary, with the tea. Happy birthday to you. Thank Happy you. birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Gary. Oh, Happy, wow. Happy birthday to you. Yes, dear. Yeah, ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, Lord. Thank you. Girl, how you feel? How you feel, Gary? Well, Rick, I feel fine. You know what? I woke up this morning at 2 o'clock, honey. I couldn't sleep last night. I just woke up at 2 o'clock. I don't know why I woke up. I couldn't feel Feeling sleep. thankful? Yeah, feeling thankful and just thinking about, you know, all the, you know, the blessings and stuff. You know, and I, you know, I qu- you know, they say you're not supposed to question God. But I often uh, wonder, you know, like my two best friends, Miss Erin and Miss Cornell, you know how I looked at the picture that we all taken together, and it's amazing how they're gone. 
and I'm still here. Yeah. And, and you often wonder, you ask the question, you wonder, like, so what's, I still got a purpose? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. you know, and, you know, just I'm just saying, you say, why them and not me? I mean, you know, even though all the stuff that I've been through, cancer, bipolar, breakdowns and all that stuff. And, you know, I just thank God. We're going to talk about We're going to talk about all that. Y'all, what, y'all, had, y'all this a birthday mix for Gary. Yeah, my, yeah, yo, definitely big up Gary on the birthday. Yo, more life, more health, more strength. And yo, just keep doing your thing, my Gary. You should have played. Miss Ross in there, please? You should have played. I'm every woman. Yeah. It's all in. That's his song. He'll get up yeah. and start spinning or he'll do a whole majorette routine. <laughs> Let's see if uh, uh, Rick's about the morning show. Who is this? Hey, what's up, Rick? This uh, Darius B, man. This this Darius what, you feeling in for Black Tony? Yeah, because he was drinking last night and Where got you at? carried away. I'm a man, Rick. Rick. Come on now. This, this, this crazy, Rick. You this can't, crazy. but Darius, before you start, you can't work for somebody else, feeling in for somebody else, and then you don't show up. It's not What's a good look. About that? This about considering people, Ricky. I'm considering somebody. Just kind of today was a, about considering somebody. First of all, happy birthday, uh, Gary. And just let me start with that, man. Oh. Do you know how? Do you know how exhausting it is? I was all up last night trying to find this man something, a gift, man. And it's just hard to go shopping for a uh, for a Gary. It's just, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's just, it's just, man. I went to Marshalls and I went to, uh, and then I, man, I was in there all day. And you know they be, they don't even be having stuff in the right place. I found the pants, but I couldn't find the top for him. And then, then I could found what a fan. The pants. I bought the pants. I was, but I couldn't find the top. So then I went to for. I went to Forever 21, no. Ricky. Man, and that man, mm. I couldn't find, I couldn't find nothing with a, a upper torso size. <laughs> it's just, I found the, I found the, uh, the small pants, but I couldn't find the extra large blouse. Oh. He, 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 just, he set up different. <laughs> and then, and then, and Rick, Rick, yeah. Rick. Why I finally got it, so I ended up getting a poodle, Rick. <laughs> about Gary a poodle. While I was walking, listen, Rick, with this serious. Right now, I'm stuck in this damn tree. Did you know I was walking? I was walking this poodle, and 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 these white people, uh, Rottweiler, got loose. Uh-huh. Man, now I'm stuck in this tree, and that damn Rottweiler stuck in my poodle. And the bad part, guess what? Uh. The my poodle, a boy too. Oh. Happy birthday, Gary! Oh. We going. What a money resign. What a money resign. What a money resign. What a money resign. Okay, let me tell y'all something. I'm doing something real big this month. Any deal that y'all got and they beating us, I'm gonna be about four hundred dollars. Just give me your bin and the paper, cause I'm ass. What the what? What a money reside, what a money reside, what a money reside, what a money reside. Okay, I'll tell you before, y'all know what I do. I give all these good deals and everything else. Y'all better ask about me because I do all that all at the time. And that's on who? Man had a little lamb. Okay. 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 Gary, Gary, why you never say that Mary had a little lamb? Uh, baby, she didn't. <laughs> I said I knew her, honey. Okay.
But anyway. Oh, man, girl, what you got coming up next? Coming up next, y'all, Will Smith is speaking out, y'all. Y'all, oh, my God, you wouldn't believe what he had to say next. We can smile him on the show. Mary had a little laugh, honey. What'd you say, Gary? Mary had a little laugh. Half woman, it's Gary. I wanna hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. All right, y'all, reach out the morning show. It is your birthday, and y'all, Gary with the T is celebrating a birthday. What up, Gary? Good morning to you. It's Thursday. A beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood because this is the day that the Lord hath made. Yes, Let sir. us rejoice and be glad in it. Today is my birthday, and I'm celebrating, and I thank all y'all that's celebrating with me, and whoop, good whoop. morning to you. All right, Ricky, here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Will Smith, now this is a very touching story. Will Smith, y'all, allegedly rejected, y'all, a cameo by popular drag queen RuPaul on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because he feared, y'all, that his public image would be tainted. Now, they're saying that RuPaul was a superstar, honey, on the club scene back in the 1990s, and thanks to the track like Supermodel, and they're saying the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air ran from September the 10th, 1990, to May the 20th, 1996 on NBC. But it was Mr. Smith's first major role. Now, they're saying that the parents that just don't understand rapper had the power, Ricky, he had the power to approve or reject guests on the appearances and scripts, y'all, on the series. But they're saying in an exact, on an extract, at least, from an upcoming book, Obtained by you in the Yahoo Entertainment, they're saying that um, journalist Thea Glassman recalled what happened when executive producer David Stephen Simon suggested y'all the RuPaul cameo, you know, during the meeting with Mr. Will Smith. Well, they're saying y'all that quote. He said, "I remember him saying that would be a really, really bad idea, y'all." He said it was a bad idea because, you know, Smith was played, y'all, by gay rumors throughout his career. And the rumors continue to this day. So they're saying after the Fresh Prince series ended in 1996, Smith went on to play um, bigger and better roles in blockbuster films, including The Men in Black and, you know, Muhammad Ali and King Richard and so on and so forth. But his career was derailed, y'all, when he slapped A-list comedian, you know, Chris Rock during that ceremony. And they say Smith is banned from the Oscar ceremony for 10 years and has been blacklisted by the movie industry. But, I mean... Do, do y'all, I mean, what, what? it's hard to ask that question. What would you have done? I mean, because, you know, I guess at that time, too, you know, Gators was not well received at that time, and Will Smith was young, and like they said, he was, you know, this was a new role for him, and, you know, he... he, he just, what was I guess, the movie? No, but, you know, RuPaul made an appearance on Will Smith on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air back in the day, and then they wanted to make a second cameo, but Will Smith rejected it. Yeah, because it wasn't popular at that time. It was still kind of, you know, people weren't accepting of it. I can see where he was coming from. Yeah. They said that, you know, Will, they said, you know, quote that Will said, I remember him saying that it would be a really bad idea. And they said Smith just kept repeating that it was a bad idea. Okay, okay, we don't need to do it. And they said the reason... He said no, it's because of his image, period. Yeah. Oh, that's and, sad. In, 19, in the early 1990s, that made sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, but RuPaul was a big star. Right. Okay. RuPaul was just as big as Will Smith. But Gary, huh? you ain't going to believe who came by just for your damn birthday. Who? <laughs> I ain't going to say that, I'm just going to let him talk. Yeah, yay. What's happening with you? <laughs> Ice Cube! Happy birthday, man. Thank you, Ice Cube. You know, I was looking at our picture the other day when I um did the junket for your um show, um, Are We There Yet? Uh, yeah. Are We There Yet? <laughs> that, that, that's been a while back ago. Ladies but, and gentlemen, one more time. Yeah. In the building, the one and only Ice Cube. Yeah. Yeah.
Sup, how y'all feeling? We good, man. How yeah. you feeling? I feel great. Man, we, we are so, uh, so he gonna be here for a while. Yes, sir. So, uh, we got Ice Cube on the show. It's a, a big show today. Look at that, Gary. Look, Gary, you bring out all the stars. Look at Won't Jesus. He do it? Look at Jesus. <laughs> My Lord, is Dinah Ross somewhere around? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go get her. She in the lobby. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes, Mr. Ross, come on, make your appearance, girl. Come through, like the queens say, come through. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, y'all, in my final story, uh, um, um, John Boyega, you know, they said he made contact with Jamie Foxx recently. They said, you know, he had been calling Jamie Foxx for a while, and he never did get an answer. So they said he finally, you know, got his answer from Jamie Foxx. They said John Boyega, he's sending his well wishes to the co-star, Jamie Foxx. Now, they're saying that the breaking um, actor discussed y'all missing Foxx at the Hollywood premiere of their film, They Clone Tyrone, and revealed y'all the people that he recently, y'all, chatted with the 55-year-old actor who has been recovering after experiencing a medical complication on the phone. Now, they say he finally picked up the phone and said, thank you, bro, boy, as I said, and he said he's doing well, and then, you know, we just giving him, you know, the privacy, and we just can't wait, y'all, they said, for his return, so, you know. Congratulations to John Boyega and congratulations to Jamie Foxx and his um, recovery and stuff. Because, you know, people still saying they hadn't seen him or, you know, so on and so forth. And Sometimes you just got to take time to recover. But, Gary, we got some more birthday shouts out for you. Let's go to the phones right quick. Good morning. Good morning. This is Michelle calling Albert from Augusta, Georgia. Morning. Um, wish Gary with the tea. Happy birthday. Woo-woo! Anita, and I'm calling to say happy birthday. Gary with the tea from Indianapolis. I'm coming, calling from NC in North Carolina, Shonda Ball. I'm calling to wish Gary a happy, happy birthday and many more, bro. I'm trying to wish my man Gary with the tea. Happy birthday. This is Q calling from Washington, D.C. Wishing Gary a happy go-go music birthday. Happy New Year, Gary. I'm Shelly calling from Orlando. I want to wish Gary a happy, happy birthday. I love you, Gary. This is Ashley calling from Little Texas. I want to say happy birthday, Gary, with the tea. Yes, this is Stacy calling from Henderson to wish Gary with the tea. Happy birthday. This is Judy Booty calling from Dallas, Texas to wish my homie, my show me, my nomi, wishing Gary, Gary with the tea. Happy birthday. All right, y'all, and, uh, and, and we got Ice Cube in the building. We're going to be talking to Ice Cube coming up next, y'all. Gary, uh, thank you for that. What's the color today? And the color today is acid wash. On the high end, you say acid wash, and on the low end, you say beautiful denim blue. That's denim. the color for today. All right, man. WSRB, Chicago, 106.3. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. 
As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Love y'all. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. We got Ice Cube in the building. Yeah, yeah, what's happening? Ice Cube, man. uh, uh, Hey, you got the big basketball tournament going on in the DF Dub. Yep, the big three, baby. We here, you know what I mean, this Saturday right here at the American Airlines Arena. And uh, get in there early. You know, we doing it starting at noon. Six games going down. We got, you know, folks coming through. We're going to celebrate 50 years of hip-hop. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be a great, great afternoon. And everybody listening, check us out on CBS, you know, 1 o'clock Eastern. Hold on. God, mm, I'm glad y'all set it off. Come on, y'all. Okay. Used to be hard. Now you just went soft first. You was done with the AK. Yeah. And now I see you on the video. But you know what? My favorite is Steady Marvin. Okay, I'll tell, every yeah. time I see you. Steady Marvin, yeah. Steady Marvin is my all-time favorite. Man, you can't, you can't put that over my Vaseline. No yeah, Vaseline, yeah, yeah, man. But, but Steady Marvin, man. It was something about uh, about what, what, what's your favorite what's your favorite song out of all your songs, Q, to perform? Oh, uh, uh, to perform! Wow. Now what? Get the uh, audience hype. Was a good because we did man. a show in Miami. Were you with me? Yes, sir. Miami. Yes, sir. You had you was killing them, and what's the name was in the back. We were laughing at what's the name? Dub C. Dub C. Oh, Dub Sizzle. Dub C. Dub C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he gets down with that. I would have to say Natural Born Killers. You know I did that with Dr. Dre. And that beat when it come on, it's just yeah. it's just sick. Everybody go crazy. So right. that's that's probably the, the the funnest I have on stage. But but my best song, of course, it was a good day. You know, everybody. Oh yeah, that. you know that. Oh that yeah, right there. If I don't do that, it'll be it's hell a problem. Pay. It's gonna yeah, be it's, a problem. It's a real problem. That was my that was my son' favorite song. I got a video of my son Brandon. Performing that on stage Are at karaoke—that was his favorite. Oh man, you got to hit me with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I got I'll, to put that up. Yeah, I, I'll send it to you. Gary. You're not uh-huh. a part of this interview. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> no, because you have a favorite Ice Cube you... song. Yeah, Gary. Gary. Yeah, no, I, Gary, I, 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 I think Gary like no Vaseline. <laughs> oh, oh my Lord. god! <laughs> that was Lord my to the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not for the right reasons. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> but hey, yeah, you got you got Cube on here squirming in the seat, man. He is so oh, uncomfortable. I ain't squirming. Okay. He is. I ain't right. squirming. That is not That's manly. Like that was uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Man, don't yeah. squirm. Yeah, no, we no, have to no, talk no. about what was uncomfortable. No, 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 no Cube. Cube, it was it's good yeah. to have you on the show today because they was trying to roast me yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like, like mm-hmm. Cube, you always talk about haters and mm-hmm. people and stuff. And I've done some great things in my career. And I'm not trying to make this about me, but they was really mm-hmm. dogging me out. And coincidentally, you know, you you saw it was Gary birthday. You came, but uh, but, but but like me and you boys, you my friend. You yeah. friends with Gary? You know I heard saying? about yeah. them. I heard how they was talking about you yesterday. You know, I had to come up here and, That's a good and see what's going That's a good on. Yeah, go ahead, Gary. Let me tell you something, Ice Cube, buddy. I'm telling you right now, honey, the children all over the country wondering <laughs> if you really here to um, collect your restitution from Ricky, honey, in those movies that he played that <laughs> just delete the scenes, honey. You wanted your check back. 
Nah, come on now. Can you come on babe, now? Babe, all those deleted scenes, they were girls like a girl. Bring something about, oh, yeah, I'm in, honey, all about the bitch. They said, well, girl, where you at? <laughs> so, keep watching, keep watching to the end. Keep watching, because we didn't see her. And then, expect, I mean, now, okay, now, the Friday one, now, that was all right, but I mean, come on. What now. you mean that was all right? You see that cute Hold up, hold up, hold up, Swole. You see that cute Look, look, what you mean that was all right, man? It was the Friday after next. Yeah. Come on, man. He, that was the bomb. Ricky played the best uh, gangster uh, crook Santa Claus I ever. Uh-uh. Ever. But can, ever. Uh-uh. But can we talk about the Christmas tree that you kept uh-uh. beating him up? He, yeah, I he, beat you the knocked, hell out of him. You knocked the Christmas wind out of him. How many times y'all knocked the wind out of him? About twice. We we did it about, you know, 12 takes. <laughs> okay. And at, one, at one point, <laughs> at one point, Ricky got serious. Yeah. How many times you got to do this right here? Man? You know what I mean? I'm a comic. I'm on stage. It's, it's physical. Like, hey, one more time, Rick. One and you more know time, what's crazy? Ricky. You know what's crazy? Uh, our audition for the Mighty Mike part that Cat Williams played. Oh. And I think Cat Williams was supposed to play the Santa Claus. Is that? Uh, <laughs> I probably had you audition for a few different parts. Uh-huh. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because... <laughs> We want you in the movie. Right. Uh, we want to make sure you in this one, and uh-huh. we didn't cut it out. So we want to make sure so hold on, stop that, right there. that that we we figured out we got to put him in a part where he's he definitely in the movie, and he can't we can't, we can't cut it out. Put him in the middle. So speaking of cutting out, it's yeah. all about the Benjamins. Yeah, all See? about the Benjamins. See? You cut them out a lot of scenes. It, Every uh-huh. last so one. So now it's time to clear all that up. Why you cut them out, man? Well, he was cut out the scene because. It was the timing of the movie. It had nothing to do with the scenes, because if what? they wasn't good, we wouldn't have put them on the DVD. Okay, oh, so the scenes was great, but when you're making a movie, <laughs> when you're making a movie, you wasn't in the movie, but he was on the DVD. Uh huh. But but when you're making a movie, it's, it's timing. Okay. You know, it's like it's like a song. You know, if you got something that's so running a little long, right. so or you, you gotta cut you gotta it. cut it out. Okay. So, so you what got I to cut so, it. So cute. What I did wrong? <laughs> you didn't do nothing wrong. Just cut straight to it. Don't. It was it was it was it was better for the pace of the movie oh. for us to get to the next. So you saying I slowed the pace down? <laughs> no, yes, you were talking slow. Nah. You had you had so many cool jokes in that section, yeah. That it felt like uh, that it was kind of like a a, a stand up shtick, oh. you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Instead of a part of the movie, right. So we uh-huh. was like, it don't oh, really go with the pace. Now it's, it's it's uh it's it's kind of taking it out of the oh, pace of the flow of the movie. Now Gary, you, you see that Gary? There it you happens, go. Hey, it's terrible. happened to me before. Yeah, Come on but, now. Ice Cube, but we don't know what happened. We're talking about him Ice right Cube. now. So you took all we want. What we're trying to do is we're trying to get all those deleted scenes <laughs> from all those movies he was in, and we're trying to make a sizzle you reel. Piece them together. Oh, damn. And, and, and make a movie out of it. And you know what? Because trying to do what, Gary? We're trying to make a sizzle reel, honey, from all those deceit, the, the deleted scenes. You ain't going to be able to make no sizzle reel. <laughs> oh, no, no, just be Ice Cube. Come on, man, Rick. No, because let me tell you, Ice Cube, we're going to take that show, the Rick and Smiley show that he had, that's only being shown in Africa, and we're going to put them all together, and we're going to make him a good movie. <laughs> you ain't seen that with you. Yeah, we're trying to get him a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, yeah. so we're trying to put together enough material. Yeah. See, Q, 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 I apologize, Q. Hey, man. Man, I'm sorry, Rick, man. I, I'm going to try to get you back in that movie. <laughs> Because okay. uh-uh. you gave the you gave the seasoned Hollywood uh. Ice Cube version explanation. I want the Doughboy version. I mean, the Doughboy version was it, it, 
funny as hell, but it was not right for the movie. It, right. You know, it wasn't right for the flow oh, of the movie. It's you know, it's a worse. flow. Please stop explaining. This didn't happen. Look, Denzel done been cut out of scenes because of flow. Well, we don't know about that, though. We don't know about Denzel. Hey, thank you for explaining that, Q, because they've been roasting Mm -hmm. me for years. Well, Ice Cube, I want you to make a movie, Cotton Comes to Harlem Part 2, and put Ricky in that one. That would be a good movie. You remember that one? Yeah, Yeah, But you know know what everybody asking? Will there be another Friday? I wish, man. I wanted, you know, I've been fighting for that, you know, forever. Like, um, it's just a situation with, with Warner Brothers, that they don't want to um, do the movie the way the movie should be done, you know? Right. But I did the first Friday, the first one, me, DJ Pooh, um, F. Gary Gray, Chris Tucker. Um, it was called a negative pickup. Negative pickup is when basically you get the money, get the financing, studio get the hell out the way, hmm. and you bring them back a finished movie. Right. That was the first Friday. Every Friday after that, they've been wanting to – give notes and put in a little I don't want to hear what a Hollywood exec got to say Toby Emmerich I don't give a damn about what a Hollywood exec got to say right about a, what a Friday movie should be how can he tell me exactly. what a Friday movie should be so I would give him scripts and they would give me a bunch of whack notes to change the script and I was just like no this don't work this is stupid this doesn't make sense you know you want me to cut the script down but you're giving me more notes that add more pages so it it don't make crazy man sense right so so you're talking about somebody that's sitting up that don't understand black culture yes uh, trying to tell you how to write a, uh, a a script that like like I if you wrote if I wrote it you would understand it of if course. you wrote it I would understand it but yes. we're trying to that's like being on a radio show trying to explain to a white program director mm-hmm. remember we went through that and I told I had to tell a Peter I said I don't explain my jokes to, I said do you perform sir I'm not I don't explain my jokes to nobody right you know, I sell tickets you don't yeah, that's so right. I'm not explaining no jokes to you I get it. That's what. That's basically the gist of it. So I, I gave him one script. Tell me this for the the last Friday. Last Friday, right? I, I've I've written two full scripts, totally different movies. Because the first one I gave him, you know, it was uh, Craig, Day Day, they you know they had a dispensary. You know, it was a little flash mob. Right. right. They went off on the kids. And then they got thrown in jail. You know what I mean? They right. in jail and they got to duck Debo. They got to duck Damon. They got to duck the Joker brothers. They told me, you know, uh, going to jail is not funny. Oh, I said, but, I said, look, man, it's not funny, but it's a consequence sometimes of selling okay. illegal substances. You know what I'm saying? So you got to explore it. We got to. And, and look. It's funny. It's, it's yeah, funny. I bet it is. Cute and then after that, all these go to jail. Uh, black is the new orange, and orange is the new <laughs> artist. Right. Yeah. All these. So yeah, I'm like, y'all don't know what y'all talking about. Either y'all stole what I was doing, or y'all don't know what I'm talking about. So yeah. went away. Wrote another script. They begged me, man. Right? Please, you know, one that just you know fits. I said, okay. I'm, so it was we're just gonna you go are, back are in you the and neighborhood. DJ Pooh. It was me. Just okay. Got gotcha. you. It was me. But I was always going to slide it to Pooh to get his, you know, he, he liked to add a little bit of flavor sometimes. Right. You know, I use Pooh sometimes to add a little flavor. Right. So he uh, 
it, it was a situation where I gave him his next script. It was back on the block, back in the neighborhood. Yeah. Perfect situation. Um, and it was a great, it was, it's a great movie. And right. Once again, more notes, more notes, more notes. They all stupid. Nah, they that. don't make sense. All stupid. And then John Witherspoon passes away mm. after a year and a half of going back and forth with these people. Right. Wow. So, you know, I lose it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, y'all, just, you know, this this man was waiting to do this film. He kept saying, this is a film that I want to do. Right. Like, when are we going to do it, and Q? He when are we going to do it? He passed away. And then later on after that, Tiny passed away. And they both was waiting to do this film. More Ice Cube, Rick Smile, the morning show. All right, y'all, Rick Smile, the morning show. We got Ice Cube in the building. Uh, uh, we sent, now, Q, we, we just talking off the air, uh, uh, Gary. Uh, uh-huh. Q said, that was the most fun. Now, Friday after next was yes. the most fun you ever had. You was just saying. The most fun I ever had making a movie. And why was that? Specifically, why? What, what made it fun? Because, for one, we knew what we was doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? The first Friday, we did it in 20 days. And we were still trying to figure out, you know, how to make a great movie. You right. know, by 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 uh, Friday after next, we knew how to make a great movie. And so um, having all y'all around, I'm just laughing the whole time on set. You know what I mean? Like right. in between scenes, you know, you got you got Mike Epps. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you got John gosh. Witherspoon. You. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We got Cat Williams. Yo. It's like you look around, Don D.C. Curry. It's some just, more? Yeah, it's some more. Everybody, you know, just clowning and, and laughing, having a good time. All right, Q, I'm going to bring up something. You probably don't remember this. Remember we was doing the uh, the Christmas tree fight in the little shed? Yeah. And we were shooting it. Yeah. Mike Epps farted something oh, terrible. I don't know what got into Mike Epps. Yeah. Mike Epps farted so bad. Ice Cube got mad. Cube, you got mad. You're like, everybody just stop. Everybody. Cube, Cube, Cube. Hey, you know, because I think he did it more than once. You know what I'm saying? And you know, like, that one okay. you might get tolerate, but when they start doubling and tripling up and it's a small room. Oh, my God. Homie. <laughs> I'm like, man, we about to, about to yoke you up and take you out of here, Mike. Air you out, man. Gotta go wipe yourself, boy. Okay. Oh, man. Hey, Maria. Hey. Maria. I was like, man, no way. Q said, cut. Literally. Hey, Q, you, Q. I thought I was in trouble. You had a disgusting look on your face. You put your hands on your hip like a football player that's over there trying to get air just came off the football field. And you looked up and said, hey, man. He said, we got to take – because, you know, it's a timing thing. You got to keep going because time is money. You can't be standing around. And, and it was a physical scene. So we are – we tired up in there, man. You know, people see, it, people see a movie and they think you did it once. Right. You man, you, you, you gotta take shoot it. all day to get that fight scene right. You know right. what I mean? All night we in there fighting, wrestling, you know, Christmas treeing and all that. Right. You know what I'm saying? The whole night. So somebody fought in the middle of like, look, man, this is our last take or something. Man. I'm tired, I'm ready to go home. It's two in the morning, we fighting with Ricky Smiley. We don't know what Mike Epps ate. Right. 
You don't know what, what got into his system. You know that movie catering is ain't nothing nice sometimes. You know, sometimes they you know, don't get the fish. Grab services. Grabs don't get the fish. Pass the fish up. Woo! <laughs> now that's that's one of the things that I that I re- remember the most, man. We had had so much fun. Uh, I, I just have to personally thank you uh, uh, for everything that you have done. You put so many comedians on. You put some more on. You put Don D.C. Curry on. Uh, John Witherspoon. Um, <clears throat> Bernie myself. Mac. Bernie Mac. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and I even I, put Jamie Foxx in the Players Club. You know, that's really right. his oh, first sure. real, you know, serious role. Like, yeah, man. Lisa Ray just uh, yeah, Lisa Ray. put everybody on, man. Just like, like you're a G, man. Like, I remember working at BET. Uh, out there uh, in California, man, and you came. He was like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get with you on some stuff, man. You kept your word." Yeah, like uh, I mean, you guys are funny, man. Y'all entertaining, and and like, you know, some people see you know, you know, you might have a club gig or a special here, right? But you know, I'm like, nah, he need to be in a movie. Yeah, nah, he need to be in a movie. You're like too Cube, funny. Cube, y'all came to Birmingham. Uh, uh, Ice Cube in a lynch mob. I was a, I was an opening act. Right. I had never. That was the first time I did a black audience. I had a black audience. I was used to performing on the white people coming uh-huh. to the club, so I went up there with a suit on. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to do these "Don't take the microphone out to stand" type of jokes in front of an audience that came to see D Nice Too Short yeah. and Ice Cube in the list mob. Right. Man, I bombed so bad. <laughs> I went over there. Uh, Cube, remember you walking around with that baseball bat? Yeah, I remember that. I got. <laughs> He was like, hey, hey, yo, don't come over here, man. Don't come over here. <laughs> it was that suit. It wasn't it, it wasn't what you did on, on stage. It was that suit. Oh, my God. That suit, though. It was that suit. Come on, man. A hip-hop concert looking like a youth pastor. He oh, <laughs> looked like Carl Malone when he got drafted. <laughs> Y'all, if y'all, if y'all want to follow Ice Cube, Ice Cube, let everybody know what you got going on. Everybody, uh, uh, the Essence Festival, uh, the, the 303, let everybody know what you got on. Oh, got yeah, going on and how they can follow you. Oh, man, it's going down this Saturday, man. I'm going to be in two places at once. You know, I got the big three at the American Airlines Arena over here, out here in Dallas. You know, check us out on CBS. Then I'm going to fly to New Orleans and I'm going to rock that Essence Festival. Yeah. You yes, know sir. what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Doing the West Coast version of it. There you know what I mean? Getting down. Hey, real quick, man. 50 years of hip hop. What is your, I know this is going to be a tough question to answer. Your most memorable hip hop moment. Oh man, I got we got booed on stage at the Apollo when we were first oh, wow. coming out. <laughs> you, too? Give it. Yeah, you too? Yeah, me too. You know, I had on one of them suits. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'll do it. Nah, you know it was it was a a, a seminar right before you know we got popular as Easy and NWA, and we, we was out there doing the seminar, and it was like you know we got every group. In New York, coming through in the to to rock the Apollo, you know, right? Big Daddy Kane and and uh, you know Biz Marquis and and all these great artists, and so yeah. we go through there, and and you know they see them Jerry curls, <laughs> yeah. Before we can get a word out, <laughs> boo, <laughs> boo. <laughs> They didn't want none of that. Right. Right. They didn't want none of that. And uh, 
So so we left. We left. The, we you know we got booed. We left. We was feeling bad. You know, arguing. See, I knew we shouldn't have wore it. You know, you shouldn't have worn it, man. You should have cut your hair. You know what I'm saying? We were <laughs> right, right. yelling at each other, and um, right. We see Run in the elevator, and he's like, "Yo, you that kid, Easy E, right?" You got that song, Boys in the Hood? Oh, I like that song, man. I like that song, man. Y'all going to be all right. Don't worry about it. And then oh. from then on, we felt like, oh, okay. Right. Forget forget everybody in Harlem. If run like us, we good. You Period. Know. We good. Yeah, Period. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I went back to the Apollo solo. I was nervous. I'm like, they going to boo me again because I <laughs> right. still got my curl. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah. but at that time, I had America's Most Wanted out. Right. And they threw money. They was cheering. Red Man was at that show. Man. Oh, yeah, yo. yeah. They was throwing money and it was crazy. And I was Dang. like, okay, okay, it's man. A new day. That, hey, man. But we we happy for all your success, all the movies you've done, everything that you've done. You're still young, bro. Like, 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 you, like. It seems like we've been in the game. You've been in the game forever, man. But you're still young. Yeah, and, and still I doing am. stuff. Yeah. And Handsome just, too. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then just laid back, just doing the thing that you want to do, just because, just for fun. At, at, at this point. Yeah, you know, it's all about, you know, um, I mean, we got a lot of responsibilities. You know what I mean? A lot of a lot of people eat off the big three. You know what I mean? A lot right. of athletes also, you know, they extend their careers. Some of these do when they find themselves out the NBA, they be lost. What do I do with my life? I'm 6'8". I know how to mm-hmm. play, and I have nowhere to play. And uh, the big three provides that. That's awesome. Provides a lot of jobs for our folks and part of the culture support. There it is. All right, y'all. Let, let, let everybody know how you can be reached. Oh, man, go to IceCube.com. You can go to uh, at IceCube on Twitter, at IceCube on – you know how to find Hey, so, so tell me, this is one of the funniest interviews you ever done in your whole career. This is crazy. You ever did an interview this crazy? I've done several interviews crazy. Okay, good. good. Oh my God. good. So, you, so you used to the drama and the I'm drama. used to the craziness. <laughs> okay. you know, especially when I come up here with you. So, come on now. You know, I think this is our third craziest interview. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for Ice Cube. Yeah. More we can start the morning show. Coming up. All right, y'all, Rick's Mountain Morning Show. Three things that you need to know filling in for Jeff Johnson. We got the one and only Roland Martin. Uh, good morning, Roland. Hey, man, happy to have you this morning. I know you got a lot of stuff. Uh, indeed, indeed. Headed to New Orleans uh, for Essence Festival. Man, I know you're going to have a good time down there, man. Gosh. And I got I got at least four or five sweat rags with me. Because <laughs> it's going to be hot. You use that ascot. Yeah, yeah. The as, use one of them ascots you be wearing. <laughs> nah, no, no, no. I need a, I need a, I need a big Terry cloth towel. I think right. Gary got about four or five of those with himself. Right, right, oh, right. Okay, Roland, don't get cute now. <laughs> now Gary, you know, you know, I ain't lying. You know your Terry cloth towel, pink and green. Stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you make it today, honey, because I'm safe. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be. I knew it was gonna be some mess when you came on here, man. <laughs> All right, let's get it. Come on, man. Come on, what? No, you got to do three things you want to talk about this morning. For, for first and foremost, Supreme Court made some critical decisions, but we're not out of the dark when it comes to creating a new black congressional district, potentially in Alabama as well as Louisiana. We're ahead to New Orleans. But Louisiana black people, we have got to organize and mobilize them. Our voting in Louisiana is horrible. We literally are voting at 30% of our capacity. That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. So turnout in Louisiana is critical. Louisiana needs a Stacey Abrams. What they did in Georgia, that's what they need in Louisiana. 
Second thing, second thing, African-Americans, we are not going to change anything in the future unless we deal with the money. $560 billion spent nationally by the federal government. Black people get $1.67% of the contract. In the advertising industry, black-owned media gets 05 to 1% out of the annual $322 billion being spent. So what we should be doing is pushing hard on the money side. If you support reparations, that's great. That's, that's a long-off decision. Billions are being spent right now. We're not getting our fair share, and so we should be leveraging our power. We spend lots of money on goods and services, but it ain't coming back to our community. And so we must be absolutely doing that. Thirdly, thirdly, and this is also critically important, what I need for my brothers to step up and to be men. You cannot stand there and watch a grown black man knock a black woman out at a restaurant in Chicago. Right. Forcing her 14-year-old son to go to the car and get a gun, and nobody stepped in to pull that brother off of that sister. It's too many punks running around pulling their cameras out and not intervening to stop that from happening. You can't say uh, protect black women if you won't defend your mamas, your sisters, your aunts, and your nieces. That's good stuff, Roland. Thank you for that, man. And then they got a—I uh, heard they got a GoFundMe for the dude. Yeah. Um, listen, I, hey, I, I, I don't see ill will of the dead, but that ain't happening. Yeah. That ain't happening. That, that, what, what that brother did to that sister made no sense whatsoever. And the trauma that now she has to live with, but that 14-year-old kid now has to live with that for the rest of his life, having to kill somebody to defend his mama. And black people, do me a favor. Stop sharing the photo on social media. A 14-year-old kid is a minor. We don't need to see that kid's face. He's not an adult. I purposely did not show that photo on Roland Martin Unfiltered because he's a minor. There it is. Hey, Roland, let everybody know how you can be followed. Hey, for course, they can watch Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Download the app, y'all. We got six shows. You can hit me on social media. I'm Roland S. Martin on all uh, places. And let me be clear. If you come at me on social media, I will fire back at you. I'm a <laughs> yes, you will. Don't people like you should be doing that. You should be responding. You come at me a fool, I'ma respond like a grown black man responds. I'm jumping on that today because you know I don't care, me and you go at it. We've been going at it for years. I ain't scared of you, Roland. Ricky, 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 remember the last time this went down? Huh? I remember last Roland, Roland, ain't nobody scared of you? (laughs) Ricky. Yeah. Rick, oh boy, you know doggone well. Oh, Omega will run up at that poodle when they mess with an alpha. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Roland Martin. Morning, yeah. Toronto Morning Show coming up. Fix the jeans. Fix the jeans. Fix the jeans. Twan 360. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That, that intro is so tight. You got to play that intro again. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. That intro is everything. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Fix the jeans. Fix the jeans. Twan 360. What did he say? What did he say? Fix the jeans. 
136. And what you got for us this morning? Ricky, good morning. In today's Fix It Jesus, the late Apostle R.L. Mitchell, he is making headlines and he's got Beyonce's internet in shambles after a resurfaced clip of him explaining 69 to a Mississippi congregation. Take a listen to this. I got to tell the people what 69 is. Oral sex. You buzzer too. Questions. This is Apostle R. L. Mitchell. We just gotta pray, Ricky. Apostle R. L. Mitchell. Yes, sir. And what church is this? We gotta get. We gotta get down to the bottom of it. It's, it's a church in Mississippi. In Mississippi. That's that's all I know. Nobody know what part of Mississippi. Gary, <laughs> did you hear this sermon? Was I you bet, there? I, that, I was not there, but I'm going there, honey. That was that's Church of the Deliverance, because honey, that's a hot mess, baby. What he said again? Um, play the clip again. Wait a minute. <laughs> I got to tell the people what 69 is. He know. We already know. Buzz it. Amen. Your head one way and his head another way. Oh, no. All right. You're lying devil, you. Lying devil. You done got sexes all over. Sexes everywhere. They, they done come all the way out the closet. Amen. Uh-oh. Man on the stage. All he got to do is walk in and, and start singing. And folks are getting naked and pull off their clothes. No. And want to wet all on people and do sex orgy maniacs. Come all on. y'all, all y'all out there that heard it, he didn't call y'all yeah. a buzzard. He called you a buzzard. <laughs> when the last time somebody called you a buzzard, uh, your grandmama, baby, a nasty buzzard. <laughs> my lord, my he lord. And then he called, what does he call him, Gary? <laughs> nasty, nasty, nasty. Well, I want to know how he know about that, Um, where the position comes from. All, he know all of them, don't he? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm wetting on each yeah, other. Yeah, I've been watching Young Miami. Oh, uh, all right, now, Pastor. Twan, let everybody know how they can find this video. Go right to my Instagram page right now, at Twan the Done. And, 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 and anybody that want to join that church, what's the name of the pastor? <laughs> Apostle R.L. Mitchell from Mississippi. You got to pray. Show. All right, 26 minutes after the hour, y'all got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Thursday news. Five sheriff's deputies have been fired or resigned after an incident during which two black men accused them of torturing and sexually assaulting them in a home in Jackson, Mississippi. One of the deputies fired a gun into the mouth of one of the men, seriously injuring him. Now, an investigation by the Associated Press found that several of the deputies were linked to at least four other violent encounters with black men since 2019. The U.S. Justice Department has opened an investigation into the latest incident. 
In other news, some debris has been recovered from the Titan submersible that imploded while on a trip to explore the wreck of the Titanic, killing all five people aboard. The U.S. Coast Guard said that some presumed human remains have been found and will be analyzed during the investigation. Lastly, Ricky, the White House is addressing images that show President Biden in public with marks of an elastic band on his face. President Joe Biden suffers suffers from sleep apnea, a common disorder which causes a person to stop breathing repeatedly while sleeping. Breathing resumes when the person wakes up with a snort. Biden uses a medical device with a face mask that holds the airwaves open while he sleeps. Researchers, yeah, as no, we're gonna have to have to do something. Yeah, you think that people are looking at these images and with the election around the corner, it's, you know. We need them to wake up. Yeah, we need mm. Gavin Newsom to step up to the front of the congregation, please. We're going to have to see. Well, I will say that more than 900 million adult cases of sleep apnea yeah. have been reported globally. So it is a common thing. It it's not an age I thing. Got it. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, but See? you know they're going to try and blame it on age. But they I ain't the president it. either. Yeah. In what, K? No, I said I'm not the president, but I got I, I suffer from it. From sleep apnea? Yeah. So what happens? You stop breathing when you sleep. Like my wife told me, she said, you stopped breathing for like three minutes last night. I said, Do why you would you time it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. But I'm like, why would you time it instead of waking me up? <laughs> Yeah, she's right. I'm feeling some kind of way. <laughs> Let's see how be go- careful over there, dog. <laughs> Let's see how long he lasts this time. Man. Yeah, but we need Joe Biden. We don't need him. We need him to wake up. Yeah, he got an election. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully there there won't be any more, you know, occurrences like this. Uh, and y'all, you know what? All y'all, y'all need to stop. That's the president of the United States, and we voted okay. for him. Y'all going to hell. And I'm going to nah, vote for him again. I'm laughing you know, at if, we wake if, if, he, if he wake up. Oh, sleepy Joe. Go ahead to the sports. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> What's up, Rock T? <laughs> Wake him up after three minutes of sleep. She's clocking it. I'm not breathing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I done died. You sitting there looking at your phone talking about, oh, that's three minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> you did good. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Where I'm going to the right. GOAT is back, ladies and gentlemen. And no, I am not talking about Tom Brady. Gymnastics superstar Simone Biles is set to make her return to the sport at the U.S. Classic on August the 5th. This is her first competition since withdrawing from multiple events at the Olympics to focus on her mental health. So it's going to be great to see Simone back out there. Former porn star Mariah Mills, the woman claiming to have had intimate relations with New Orleans Pelican star Zion Williamson, posted a video of a positive pregnancy test. Rick Dog. Mm, mm. Okay. <laughs> so Zion and his current girlfriend, of course, they're expecting the baby girl. Uh, Mariah also claimed that she got a Zion's uh, name tattooed on her face, but there was uh, speculation that that might have been fake. So she put a pregnancy test on social media insinuating that it's Zion's baby. So yes. she pregnant too. According to what this possibly allegedly is he saying. Need, he well, need to be working well, on well. working on his game. Cause he ain't really had no breakout year in the NBA. We've been waiting. We went to we went to a game. Yeah, he he now the, the few games he has played, he's balled out. He just ain't played much because he's been injured. Yeah. I mean, he played like maybe 27, 29 games. Yeah, he keep getting wow. injured, uh, walking around that damn bed, them chick when they had that, that damn <laughs> the damn box springs. <laughs> Keep hitting his knee on the box when the mattresses would be too short. Yeah, dog. Yes, sir. Eating up out of them chicks' house at night. He's the only man to run out of a Jordan. 
Remember we did that in college? Oh, yeah, yeah. He sure Split did. Split that shoe like it wasn't nothing. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan made, you know, for, for balling, but not for a dude with hips that's balling. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that dude with that built up like Mahalia Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shut up, shut up. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. Hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. Shout out to Zion, man. Man, please. All right, y'all. 29 before the top of the hour time for the hot spot. Sitting in for the brat. We got the one and only sister, Sandra M. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Oh, poor Zion. Hey, y'all. Just want you to know that on July 3rd, we're going to be celebrating National Crown Day. Um, that is <laughs> celebrating the Crown Act. Hold on, hold on, Sandra. What's up, what's up, Rock? What are you built up like, dog? My hair, you just <laughs> like uh, the, the, uh, uh, one of them, one of them sisters that be singing uh, the one you like that church song you like. Oh, There's a leak in like the song. Like the model Sean Payton. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Zion. I mean, just well, Sister Sandra, tell us about the Crown Day, okay. girl. Okay, okay, thank you, Muriel. Okay, so listen. Our hair is very important. It is our crown. And I, listen, Ricky. <laughs> Anyways, July 3rd is the National Crown Day. Um, it's about the Crown Act that we are creating a respectful and open world. Oh, my God. God never mind. That's yeah, just, just forget I, it. I didn't know Loretta Divine play for the, play for the Pelicans. <laughs> We love Zion. That's the homie right there, dog. Boy, a, boy, he built up like one of them ladies that work in the lunchroom in the cafeteria in middle school. <laughs> Get his uniform from Lane Bryant. <laughs> Wait a minute. He the only one get his uniform from the train. The, the trainer got to go to the mall and get him a uniform. <laughs> They sell really nice clothes. He wear there. a slip under his uniform. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he up there at the free throw line with spider veins. <laughs> Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba da ba ba ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.